welcome back to Talk Spicy to Me. We took a little hiatus. I actually can't say that it was a hiatus. We suck at life because <laughs> life, book talk, um, life. So, uh, but we are back. Vacation. And yeah, well, all you're the only one. <laughs> oh, wait, my bank account is set up vacation. That's. I was just going to say that. And Jazz is always the one preaching the way my bank account is set up, yet we're not going on vacation. It, that's why it is because I'm always on vacation. That's why Our I'm banks are not the same. Our banks are not the same. <laughs> so uh, it has been a little bit, but we do have a couple of things that we want to talk about and share all the great books that we have been reading. So Jazz, what are you reading or listening to? So right now I started The Pack by Max Monroe and it is the second book in the Winslow Brothers series. This is Flynn. He's like kind of like that quiet, kind of broody type, and I love him. And so it's kind of like a fake marriage thing. So mm. good. And Max Monroe, like they just do like this perfectly balanced mix of like super steamy, but like laugh out loud funny too. So they are hysterical. I yes. love their funny. And I like I'm not a so big rom com person. But I can rom-com them. Like, that. Yes, all day they're long. one of my favorites. Like, they, they always live up to, like, their little author note that they always leave in the beginning, which is funny, too. So, <laughs> and then I'm listening to The Worst by um, Ashley J. Like, this book has been everywhere, and I was literally just waiting for the audio because it has two of my favorites, Teddy Hamilton Ooh. and Aaron Mallon. And, like, both of them are just, like, so good like Erin she's the type where like if it's just her because I know like the men and woman POV is like a big thing but I can actually just take a book with her like her man voice is like so sexy and I <laughs> but like oh my god like Teddy is like killing it it's Phoenix like I love his voice I so, cannot yeah, wait to pick your brain about this because I read this book I think as soon as it came out I think I read it as an arc so this was like my number one book since January. It is it's so, been everybody's favorite. It yeah. is it's been everybody's so good. Favorite. It touches on so many great points of like just life in general. Yeah. And like once you get to the end and you're like, holy fuck, like really? Like it's yeah, this crazy roller coaster journey. I have like journey. two hours to go. And so like it's it's hit a point where I'm like, okay, I'm I'm getting nervous because I'm like, we still got two hours. So I'm trying to figure out like, where are we about to go, Ashley? Where are you about mm. to take me? Because and, yeah. and it's, girthy. it's girthy, but it's so, it's so worth the journey. It's such a fantastic book. Yeah. I'm loving it so far. I can't wait to listen to it. I didn't realize I did one of those spicy book talk boyfriend filter things on TikTok. And I didn't realize that the first person was Phoenix from you The Words. Yeah. And I was I was just like, oh, I don't know him. Like, you failed me, TikTok. And so many people came at me because they were like, you need to read Phoenix. And I'm like, I am so sorry. Like, I told you. I, was I like, swear I read books. Got Literally. so good, Brie. You had such a good list. I was like, okay, I'm going to take my list. I'm going to take Brie's list, too. I had Zeus Garo Gallo. From um, Daddy Zeus, yeah, Daddy yes. Zeus. And I was, I was like, I know who that is. I'm taking him, but I still didn't read it. <laughs> Which you need to do. I'm You're gonna, you know what? So many. Skills. Me and Heather are gonna have to force these books down yeah. your, down your throat. I'm like, ready I'm, to like read and listen to them. And it's so funny because I'm like, I swear, I do read the like books in general, but there's so <laughs> many that I'm missing. 
Haunting Adeline is one that like I need to read because that is like my FOMO on this book is what? astronomical. More and everyone's talking TikTok. about it. And yes, that that filter had him on there. And I'm like, damn, you look good. Damn, I don't know who the yeah. fuck you are, but damn, you look good. There was a lot. I just need these books to get into audio because yes, that's that's the, that's the only way I can promise to get to them soon because the way my life is set up with these what arcs, arcs, arcs. I'm telling you, just drowning, drowning. Yeah, yeah no paddle whatsoever. So what are you reading, Bree? Um, I'm reading an arc of Until May by Rose Reynolds, and that comes out the 21st, I want to say, of June. Um, it's really good. It's really cute. She writes very Sunni heroes. Um, and I'm listening to The Vault by Tate James, and I'm super excited for Kill Order to come out. Um, I have that waiting on my Kindle. <laughs> That's actually what I am reading now. Um, this MFR. <laughs> Thick. Why is he so thick? I'm like, God damn. And then I'm listening to Hideaway by Pendug. Oh so it's one of my favorite series. Yes. That's exciting. I definitely need to read that series too. Oh, I swear. I just need a running list. <laughs> <laughs> so what what is going on in life? Because I swear that the book community blew up or something. Yeah. There's been a lot of a lot. <laughs> dumpsters on fire, unfortunately, I feel. And I know that there's always going to be negativity in the world, which there is a lot going on right now. But in the book community, there's been a lot of ne negativity. And I know we are not about that. So no. I think it would be good to talk about some of the negativity and possibly bring a more positive tone or light to it all, just because I know that we can all appreciate some kinder words being spread. So yes, lots of shit and negativity that we just don't, not that we don't address because we'll address it with each other, but we don't like to feel yeah. that fire. But there's like certain things that just need to be said. Yeah. Because you can't just, dust that like under the rug so and there's a time and a place and, and you can oh, be constructive with everything and and you know right someone can always be or feel offended and everyone's feelings are valid but yes, i right. do think that you know sharing your opinion necessarily isn't wrong but doing it in a constructive way can really help yeah right but so like because let's start with arcs advanced reader copies the three of us live by them like the reason that we have tbrs is because we read arcs <laughs> and maybe by the end of the month we'll get one book off our tbr done um unless it's an audio and then we might get two so Via audio like that's literally the only way i get through tbr so arcs are not generally difficult to get although if you don't go about it the right way or I don't even say go about it the right way, but if you don't set yourself up for success, then no, you might not get one. But even the three of us who are seasoned ARC readers, reviewers, we get turned down left and right. Yeah. We kind of just roll with the punches. The book is eventually going to come out and you're still going to get to read it. Exactly. Yeah. So I just feel like it, it goes back to what Bree said about being constructive <laughs> and everybody's feelings being valid. And I can understand 
some of it as far as like when it comes to the numbers because like with publishing houses and with certain um with certain like like you said we get turned down for arts because at the end of the day as, as much as we love books I look at it this way I'm like it's it's still somebody's livelihood yeah. like somebody's trying to make money off this so sometimes they're gonna look at the numbers and you, you know like the song goes, men lie, women lie, numbers don't lie. So sometimes for some people, numbers are important. So like with publishing houses, like I just, I know like with some of them, like it, especially when that follower account gets asked for, I'm like, well, that's going to be a no, but it, it never stops me from trying. Yeah. But I, I will say the sad thing though, is that, and this is speaking for myself, it definitely, that kind of negativity and like the way it's spread, it definitely creates a feeling of insecurity. Like I don't even like to feel to like reach out anymore like I used to. And like now I'm like, well, I'm glad I got to, with the exception of my one unicorn, I will never stop trying to get an art from her. But I'm like now I'm like I'm kind of glad I managed to get on all the art art teams that I'm on now because I don't know if I would have made it now. Yeah, like, I, I have like a, a insecurity about that. So like. I don't feel comfortable reaching out anymore, asking or anything like that. When back in the day, like before, I, Book Talk is pretty new compared to Bookstagram. But before Bookstagram, I would reach out to others like, hey, you doing arcs? Like, hey, like it, it was nothing. Yeah. And like now I'm like, eh, I'm just going to see what PR company they're with and I'll go about it that way. Like, that, right. that, like, yeah, I'm like way more comfortable with like that middleman than going directly. And then like, I'm like good like that so yeah I, I definitely feel like it's just good to be like positive and just be con be constructive because yeah for some people and um numbers are important but I've gotten I've gotten arcs from like unexpected authors before and I made art teams and I'm literally like I don't know if they have the right jasmine but I'm not gonna question a good thing so <laughs> well, and like I agree with that so Thursday was actually my two-year Bookstagram anniversary, book, books, books diversary. What? So two years ago, I started really getting into reviewing what I've read and promoting what I enjoyed reading. And I remember the very first ARC team that I got um, invited or like allowed onto, whatever the word that I'm looking for is, I swear I can <laughs> And it was Ilsa Madden Mills. And then the next one was Megan Brandy. And I almost fell out. <laughs> I swear to you, I think I had like 300 followers on Instagram. Like maybe. And even now, I have 900 followers on Instagram. Like I am nobody on Instagram. You were like, Heather who? I don't know you. So <laughs> I was so excited and like proud to be able to like do that. And then all of a sudden, like, just from that enthusiasm of promoting what I did get, like, things just started opening up. I learned about PR um, companies, how they did signups, emails. Ooh, don't open those emails because it's just like, here, fishy, fishy. Literally, here, like, fishy. I, it's like, that's why I end up with, like, eight arts yes! a month because I'm like, I'm going to sign up in January for this art that comes out in August. <laughs> I'll be good then. 37 arcs later. Right. How did this happen? <laughs> I swear to you, it's like thirst trap for books, people. Just it is. They they said, Oh, here, try this. Here oh, I need that. 
And when you ignore the ignore the first one, a second one comes in like, hey, don't miss it. Yeah. I'm trying to miss it. Okay. And then you like you look at the calendar and it's like, all right, I I, I can squeeze that in. And then all of a sudden, I, I, I really do that. I'm like, okay, where can I fit you? <laughs> so, I mean, arcs are fantastic, but I don't think that that should ever make somebody feel less. Everybody is a reader. Everybody enjoys these books. At the end of the day, if you don't get to read it two weeks before it comes out, you're still going to get to read it. Right. So for somebody to, one, feel bad that they didn't get it, that is their prerogative. Don't let anybody dull your shine if you're upset. But in the same token, don't you dare let anybody make you feel like you don't deserve it. Because everybody deserves it. You may not get it because, like you said, it's a business. Yeah. But that doesn't mean that that's somebody telling you, no, you can't read my book. Right. Or that you're not, like, good enough. It's just, like... Like, there's... Yeah, there's... Honestly, so it's just, that's just... It's, it, it, it's going to be, like, so blunt to say, but it's, like, it's it's business. Like you said. Yeah. Like, so... And, and, and for me, I think, because I spent a little bit of time, like, when I worked for, like, a lifestyle magazine, I, like, I spent some time really learning, like how important like your social media presence is like how many followers you have like because it it correlates to if this person has this amount they're gonna sell they're gonna be able to sell it Mm -hmm. to more people and I think that's where it comes in but also on the flip side Mm -hmm. and what I love about the indie community is that you're able to develop relationships with authors that like with traditional back because I read a lot of traditional published stuff before I um romance, you know, the romance landia world. Mm-hmm. But you can form like connections and stuff with authors where they might literally say, "Hey, I have this book coming out. You, you want to arc read it?" And it's like, I'm sorry, huh? Me, me, this Jasmine. So I think that's the the cool like thing about the indie world is that you do have more opportunities to be on arc teams you may never have dreamed you can be on. And so I think that's pretty cool. No, exactly. Exactly. And in the same respect, reading an arc is a responsibility. Like you're not reading it to fluff the book. Mm -mm. You are reading it to give an honest review. And if it's not in your wheelhouse, then, you know, you don't want to be given that responsibility. So if they see that you mostly promote this type of book or this trope or whatever and then suddenly you're wanting you know roses and fluff you it's like picking a jury you might not be the one that like they're gonna go for but something else might fall in your lap so or just you know how you market things whatever so it's so many pros and cons but i just feel like all the negativity shouldn't exist right so I also think that in general, an arc is a privilege. It's not something that you are owed in the sense right. that you should not, in, in general, any person should not say, hey, can you can you just give me that arc or I'm demanding this arc? And in the <laughs> same way, it's, you know, authors can't expect to just give their arcs to like the top people, whoever that may be that they deem. Um, you know, it's from both sides. You have to ask and accept. They have to, you know, ask and accept. And then from 
the author side, you know, talking to a lot of PAs, it's not just a high following. It also is like a lot of the engagement. So if you have, say, for example, and these are just random numbers, a thousand followers for one account and 11,000 followers for the other account. If that 11,000 followers is not actually even replying back to any of the comments or asking questions or being engaging, they're more likely to give that 1,000 follower who has great building relationships mm-hmm. in the community than anything. And it yeah. could be less than that, more than that. They could have multiple platforms like a podcast, TikTok, Instagram. They could be best friends with the author. They could have just talked right. to them. There's so many different things that are going into it. Um, exactly. And I think at the end of the day, some of these authors aren't even the ones that get to decide. You know, it could yeah. be the company. It could be their PA. And it might not even be um, assigned. It could be random. Like when I give out ARCs for the authors that I PA for, most of the time I would say everyone gets an ARC, except if you've never reviewed or can't review on a platform. They're mm-hmm. more likely going yeah. to go to somebody who can review just because that's right. what we're looking for. We want advanced readers for advanced reviews. Right. Right. So when release day comes, they have that promo that's like, because some people are like, the reviews is what sell them on the book. Like, they go and look reviews on release day. They go like, okay, what's everybody saying? Or, like, with Goodreads, because you can post, you know, yes. early or whatever. Like, reviews really will make a break. Like, And you know what's funny? <clears throat> when somebody, rec- like, recommends a book to me, I don't look at the five-star reviews. I look at me the one-star reviews. I look at the one. I look at the low ones. I like, look at the one-star. And when they say, oh, too much smut. Or, oh, not enough plot. And if that's the mood I'm in, send me all of the sex. I, you know what? I want to read my porn today. Like, that's just what I want to do. But for someone to complain about that, look at the genre you're in. Like, we're not learning about calculus. Come on. So, yeah, like sign up for something that makes sense to you. If you primarily read contemporary, sweethearted romance, don't sign up for a dark romance. You might not actually like right, it. And exactly. you could be hurting the author more than you're helping them. Mm-hmm. And that always just like grinds my gears when like it, it tells you what the book is. And like that review was like, I hated it because it had what's in that blurb yeah. in the book. And I'm like, yeah. Like, you or they're like, like your trigger Did we go in blind? Is that what happened? Did we go in blind and we didn't know? Oh, I love so, going in blind though. Like I love to just be surprised. If it's dark romance, like Church by K, I think it was KG Bruce, right? That's the one that Penny suggested to us. And she was like, it had like 64 trigger warnings or something. Or maybe that was the other one. I can't remember. But she just said like, it was dark as fuck. And literally Jenny could just tell me like, you know, the the ice cream man is coming and this is what his menu says. And it's dark. When she tells me, I'm just going to add it to my TBR. But I also let her know, girl, if it's not an audio... (laughs) I, if she tells me I'm talking to you for a while. I usually <laughs> end up reading it within that week if it's not that day that I start it. So when she suggested church and I was like, oh, Jenny said it's dark, but okay. And I went into that book and I was like, holy fuck, what the? <laughs> what? That's what I, just I don't read, um, like, I don't necessarily read reviews. Very rarely I do that, but I'm looking for like my friends. If they recommend something and like they say why. I'm more likely to add it. So, you know, again, like that's not saying that I have, you know, so many, so many people that I talk to about their books. I have like a small amount that I trust that I'm going to understand 
and yes. relate to their recommendations. But that has nothing to do with follower account or their accounts. We're just really good friends, you know? Yeah. Right. So, and again, my following on Instagram, pff, who the fuck am I? Nobody. <laughs> but if you look at my following on TikTok, I had somebody tell me the other day, they're like, well, you're famous, so I get to ask you these questions. And I'm like, <laughs> who's famous? I was like, what? So, I mean, like, it doesn't matter how many people that follow you. It matters the, the, you know, the people that do and what they mean. Like, you know, they're not bots. They're people that you talk to and engage with. Right. And that's the good part about it. And that's what makes this community great is that you're finding like-minded and relatable people that, right. you know, one, make you feel good about what you're reading and two, give you more of that good reading. So thing that, you know, authors are so easy to reach out to. So on the off chance that you signed up for an arc that you really wanted, you, you did not get approved for whatever reason, you could also message them not to unnecessarily demand oh, exactly. an arc, but you could message them to kind of ask, you know, Hey, just wanted to check. What can I do to possibly get an arc in the future from you. Maybe, yeah. maybe you got denied because you didn't read any of their previous books and they just kind of were looking for somebody that already knew their their content, whatever. Right. But then you, they also have your name on their radar. Anything helps in general with building that engagement in the community. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Like, and I know that a lot of book people, bookish people are introverted. So they are not going to put themselves out there to talk to random strangers. I'm a Gemini. I just don't like rejection. See, that, that's yes. what it is for me. I mean, I, don't... Know, I like I like praise and all of that. <laughs> I don't do well with rejection. And so that's always why I'm like, uh, no thanks. I'm not going to reach out directly. I'm just going to handle this rejection over here onto the side and just keep applying indirectly until I get it. <laughs> See, for me, like it's that Gemini thing where it's like, hey, it's Tuesday. I'm going to talk to you. But tomorrow, <laughs> tomorrow, I don't speak English. Like, I don't want to talk like, to you. I feel like in real life, I I don't want to seek anyone out. But then, like, on social media, I'm like, hey, let me just slide into your DMs to, to a point. But, like, it, I'm like two different people. <laughs> yeah. 1,000%. 1,000%. In real life, I have a very small circle. In social media world, everybody be my friend. I love everybody. <laughs> So, I mean, I have always encouraged the people that have asked me for advice. I give them, you know, all of the, the ways to do these things that they want to do that like my tips and tricks, but I just encourage them be you like you're talking to me right now and I'm talking back. Like this is a conversation and it's easy and it's open. Like, yeah. At the end of the day, we're all human. I mean, if you come across a cunty bitch, don't talk to them no more. That's the C word. <laughs> That's my C word. I like that C word. <laughs> Her favorite C word. But I mean, it's the truth, though. Like, if you put yourself out there, like, I mean, I've reached out to people who have, like, made videos on TikTok, like, asking questions or, like, hey, why did this happen to me? And I'm like, hey, I saw your video. It could be this. It could be that. Or, hey, have you tried this? Sometimes they respond and they're super sweet about it. Sometimes they don't say jack shit. Well, clearly, you're not my friend. Like, yeah. and whatever, you know, you keep it moving. Yeah. 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 And I mean, that's not to say that we are the experts and know everything. No. 
but God, we no. have, you know, like you said earlier, we have just like a vetted time into this where we have seen things work. We have we have personally failed at things. So it's just that our experience <laughs> kind of bring some knowledge to the concept. So they're not necessarily going to work for everyone, but at least try it. Try, try, yeah. fail, and then try something different. Yeah. But I mean... And then find some friends to laugh about it with because we are the first people that I'm going to text you and be like, well, I hit the floor. Unless I face planted. What happened? I don't know. So, I mean, you know, you have to have somebody in your corner that's going to laugh at you and then laugh with you. Yeah. I do both for myself, so it's always good. (laughs) Yeah. That too. That too. It's me, myself, and I. I have apparently just come across as very multi-personality in this video. <laughs> that is okay, because I love all of your personalities. We're going to call you civil. <laughs> so, I mean, and then kind of like to segue into one of the other things that like I've seen recently and that we have talked about offline. Um, children judging an entire community about what they read and how they read it and the levels of reading. (laughs) I am pretty sure that I thank Jesus every day that social media did not exist the way it does now when I was 18 years old because my mama would have beat my ass, beat my ass. And it, it's like people get like, you know, the, what do they call that keyboard warrior? Where, you know, they think that they can just type and say shit. They're behind the the phone or behind the screen. Yeah, like no one's even come after that. Like, I grew up in a time that did not have that. Like, my phone had that snake game. That was... (laughs) That was the extent of my shit. I didn't even I didn't even get a phone until ninth grade and then I lost it like the first week and I didn't get another one until eleventh grade. Ninth grade. So I got a phone when I got my car and I had to beg for that shit because I told my mom, What happens if I crash? Like you're not gonna know where I am. And she's like, You're not gonna drive and I said, Oh okay. So I mean, I didn't have that shit. But social media didn't exist then either. Like I don't think Facebook came out until like the middle of my freshman year of college. So yeah, I, because I remember like when I was still on MySpace. Because y'all know I live under a rock, and that's literally how it is. And real, I love MySpace too, and I'm I'm really sad about it. Like my page, I was finally settled you on something. Said- my top eight was looking good. Like how dare you come and ruin that? I remember I because like it started become this thing where like when you meet somebody, it's like, oh, do you have Facebook? And so I was talking to this guy, and he was like, you have Facebook? And I was like, you have what? <laughs> I use <laughs> Facebook for that anymore? Farmville app. Like, that Farmville <laughs> game? <laughs> that was what I first used it for. My farm was looking so smooth. Like, it was the best yes. farm out here. <laughs> but, like, literally, the coolest thing to me was that AOL Instant Messenger. Like, that was what I was, like, all about. So I never really understood the the way that and I'm going to call them kids because I'm sorry. Yeah. If you are 18, 19, 20 years old, honey, I lost my virginity before you even started to walk. Stop it. Like, stop it. You are a baby. You do not use those words. Like, where's your mama? So, uh, I can't understand how people can attack 
an entire community and judge somebody else right. before they've even had life lessons. Like you haven't even gotten knocked down by life to be able to say that somebody is reading at a lower level than you deem fit or somebody is reading something that's not good books or whatever you think is well i think also the context in which you come at someone in your video even if you didn't mean to come for a community but when you start your video with saying disrespectfully Disrespectfully. that means that you wish ill intent on someone it's not like you said respectfully i think a lot of you are reading eighth grade level books you said disrespectfully this entire community is at a lower standing than moi like you know what i mean (laughs) and i'm telling you they must have changed the curriculum from when i was in eighth grade because of fisting and the the amount and quality of sex that is in a romance novel today now, not all romance novels, but the ones that we're reading and that she was attacking. Yeah. If that's what they're teaching in eighth grade, my kids are getting homeschooled. No, 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 no. I think it just it just goes back to uh, one thing for you mentioned is like the context, because we're, of course, we're not going to all like the same books. A book you may hate everybody else may love yes. or a book you yes. love everybody else may hate so you're always going to have these Trigger. variant, variant <laughs> opinions yes like you like and, I, and i've been there like i could understand like because sometimes i'll see a look and i'll be like did we did we read the did same we read book? the same book great question but i'm just like i'm just like one person's trash is another person's treasure so it's just like respect what other people want to read but you're opening up a huge because if it's one thing we're going to do as the book community when you insult one you insult all yes and so you're but also what i don't understand if you don't like it keep going yeah why do you have to stop i don't i don't understand so this is again life lessons as a whole when you are brought up And I hope that you are raised with lessons and ethics that are brought upon you that, you know, somebody tells you that if you have nothing nice to say, you should say nothing at all. And, you know, as you grow older, you can learn how to say something with such a constructive way to not offend someone, to get your point across that, you know what, we disagree, but I'm respectfully respecting your opinion. Yes, all the time. But right. for you to just insult someone in such a way where it's like, I'm not open to discussion, I'm offending you all, and I don't care. Right. That's that's just very immature and disrespectful. It's me. Exactly. And I don't understand how, again, I grew up in a very different time. Like, the golden rule is what I'm teaching my kids. If you don't yeah. want somebody to make you feel that way, then you shouldn't say things that make them feel that way. And don't throw stones if you live in a glass house. Like if you're gonna say something and then be upset when things are said back to you, then maybe that's something that you shouldn't have said. Like, I don't have a filter. I say a whole lot of shit that should probably process first. However, I have never outright disrespected an entire group of people when what they're doing doesn't actually hurt me or affect me. 
Right. If you're reading a book, if I didn't like it, hey, whatever. If you're reading a genre of what literature and I don't like it, hey, whatever. Like, I don't exactly. do historical. But I know damn well that there are authors out there that can write a historical book that would knock the socks off of other books that I've read. I know that. Right. I respect that. If someone that. likes it, you know, like, that's always going to be that not every book is for you, but there's always yeah, a book exactly. for someone. And I yes. think there's also a question of, honestly, mental health and triggers in a much bigger sense that you don't know how impactful your words can be especially exactly. for like a younger population who can stumble upon this you don't know that it could impact them in such a way where they could have such a mental health concern you know in kids at young age you know who say hurtful hurtful words that shapes them as an adult yes. positively or negatively exactly. so i just don't i mean again like you all the three of us weren't necessarily offended in that impact but somebody might have been yeah. and in the same sense you know some of the rebuttals or some of the people who were coming back to this person who was commenting they could be pretty harsh so it could have impacted her just as much and that's exactly it right. like yes she started the ball rolling and then there were like some of the the responses were like wow like that that might have been a step too far but then some of them took the high road and were more educated and like respectful in their response but yeah. there's those two extremes there's someone who's going to come on there and curse you out three ways to sunday and then there's another person that's going to step back and explain why they were offended mm -hmm. but then there's like other people that it's just like oh shit did you see that shit but not say a damn thing because one, that ain't my business. I don't agree exactly. with you, but I'm not also going to blast you on there because I don't want that negativity on me. I don't want to think about that negativity. But the reason for talking about it today is because we have already spoken about it, but we just want to spread more of the, why do we have to hate on? Like, why? Yeah. Why? Yeah, turning like, it into like positive. If you don't like it, that's fine. Yeah. But just respect other people and like what they like. It costs nothing. Especially if it isn't hurting yeah. anybody. It costs nothing to be a decent human being. It costs nothing to be nice to somebody else. Yeah. And whether or not you like it or you don't, you don't have to shit on their parade. And right. there's, you know, it's it's one thing if you indirectly not purposefully offend someone but also how you respond or how you try to take it back or or change or right. just how you say it also says a lot too like if you exactly. you know if you said something like that where you were like disrespectfully you all read at an eighth right. grade level and then you said you know what i did the work i am so sorry that i hurt so many people i am responsible for that I obviously need to learn some more and adjust what I say because this is an app or whatever. Right. Mm -hmm. but, you know, it people grow and they learn, but if you're not growing and learning, then that's a whole nother thing. Right. And not taking accountability. Like, yes. Like, yes. You know, right. That that's a big thing. Like coming back and saying, you know what, I own this, but like you said, Bree, I'm gonna do better in the future. Yeah, and that's for for anything, but like besides right. that specific thing, yeah, there's the life problems other book problems i've seen plenty of readers and authors say something and then take it back in such a way where they were like 
I didn't know I was going to to come off this way and I'm sorry for that. That's, right. you know, that is very respectful in that sense mm-hmm. too. Right. So, I mean, it's just crazy. And I think what I like about what we do and then what we try to like spread in the community is just the positivity, but the good part, like it's not that we're ignoring the bad parts, but like right. we're recommending books we love. We're ignoring the negative comments, not so much ignoring them. Like I'll still respond, right. but have a more positive twist on it. And, you know, yeah. trying like, to see diff- positivity. Into the yeah. Language. Like diffuse because most people they'll make a comment and it does like, yes, it comes off terribly, but they don't mean it that way. So right, it's been taken out of context. Yes. So if you can like, twist and like diffuse some of that like hate or whatever and then you know life keeps moving yeah i want to share good books with good people or bad people i want to share books i don't care who you are (laughs) Um, i don't know like i don't know what you do but look i just want to recommend you this yes you know we're also trying to i guess overpower or balance out the feed a little bit because if i see someone say something so constructive and so positive i'm more likely to just reshare that so people see mm-hmm. that versus yeah. Yeah. kind of add add my two cents to it because it's not that it's it's not that my opinion is not needed but i don't want to keep yeah. bringing this up because again i don't know what's triggering exactly. or or yeah. i don't know if i'm going to you know indirectly offend someone but at least I'm trying to do like my own twist on things, my own way of contributing to the positive. Right. And I think that I like that about us. And if nobody pays attention to that, that's cool because I've still found my circle of people that do. So, you know, I just want to be able to let others know that, Hey, not everything sucks. Not everything. I wouldn't, yeah. I wouldn't let either of you, not saying that you would, but I wouldn't let either of you say something like that in such a sense where it was oh, posted. You know, it's one thing to right. maybe talk in this kind of way, but mm-hmm. I feel bad for her because she didn't have that group of friends to be like, you know, maybe you shouldn't say this. You know, this is wrong. Yeah. Because it's okay to correct your friends because right. you're being a friend. Mm-hmm. Exactly. Like, I would totally expect you guys to slap me when the non-filtered <laughs> gets out, because it does sometimes. And I try real hard, you know, those facial expressions just slip. But I would totally expect you to, like, you know, get an elbow in the rib, like, we get oh, you. bad, <laughs> right. <laughs> so, yes, you're right. I wish nothing but the best for her future, and I wish nothing for the best for everybody else's future. Like, right. Yeah, we're doomed if this negativity keeps up. Yeah. Exactly. God. The world as a whole. The world as a whole. Exactly. And like it's affecting authors too. Like they it their creativity and writing style is going to start to get questioned because they're writing amazing books now but then shit starts to filter in and it's just like Exactly. You know, they'll have a super depressing month and then it's like, well shit, now I th- can't finish the book because I'm just not in that headspace. Well, not only right. that, but this goes back to our first topic. Authors can start to question if they should even be passing out advanced copies, if they should even be talking yeah. to readers. 
I can't right. blame anyone for wanting to keep their guard up and not opening up. I feel like I have a hard time opening up on the daily, let alone yeah. on social media. <laughs> yeah. No, absolutely. So, I mean, you bring up a great point. It, it's all like that circle of life, you know, Hakuna Matata, goddammit. Um, but, like, <laughs> what happens up here is going to filter back around. So Exactly. Yeah. Like, it's going gonna, it's gonna to hit everybody. And just like to add a little bit to what you said, Bree, I was going... I was actually on Facebook for once today. Wow. And I was, I know, I, I was shocked too. And so I saw how this one author posted like that they're afraid to even write books. No, I think this might've been an email. I lied, it was an email because I'm seeing it in my head right now. Sorry, <laughs> no, not Facebook. But they, <laughs> they so were proud. saying how like, I know. <laughs> I'm going to still take that phrase though. But <laughs> they were saying like how they're struggling to write, to one, finish a book because it's a younger, it's like kind of like that high school teenager. And like a lot of people tend to like dislike or kind of, I won't necessarily just straight up bash it, but they make it very known. Like, I don't want to read about teenagers. Like, yeah, they don't know. Like so, yeah. And so the author was like, you know, they already have life stuff, like Brie said, like they have life stuff going on, but then they have all, all of this negativity coming in about not wanting to read about teenagers. And so it's affecting their writing mm-hmm. process, like, you know, and it kind of sucks because when, when you're a creative, like you, it's all about that energy, like your energy, like you thrive off that, like, that's what helps you flourish and like get to that finished product. But if all you have is like this negative energy, you can't thrive in Yes. Like you can't create in that kind of like energy and it, it, yeah. and it really sucks. It's discouraging and disheartening. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I don't want to have any of my energy and aura change somebody else's trajectory in life. Like, yeah, I love my life right now. It's as close to completely bookish as I can make it without quitting my job. But <laughs> I'm trying. Almost, almost so close. Um, but I love my life. Like, yeah. my hobbies are so in sync with what makes me happy right now. I would never want to stop somebody else from that vibe. Right. So I, I also don't want my authors. Could you imagine if our authors stopped writing? Like, no, don't, don't put the no. thought there. No. I, I right? honestly don't know what I, what I would <laughs> like, do. I would have to go to the, to the nail salon like every other day then. Like, I don't like, I would possibly <laughs> come off as crazy if I don't yeah. already. Cause I'd be like, like Hey, just checking in again. <laughs> Like I, I have actually like that is something I would do. Like if I hadn't like seen an author like get an email in a while or seen them online, I'm like, hey, where'd you go? Just want to see if you're okay. Like, I, please come back. That's when you're gonna hear from me. Yeah. I'm gonna be able to. I'm not. I'm not crazy. I swear. I'm just. I ain't seen yeah. you in a minute. You know. Like, <laughs> don't, don't remember me, but <laughs> I don't even know if you know me. However, your writing has right. like affected my life so much that if you stopped writing books. If I knew I wasn't going to get another one out of you, or even if you didn't finish a series because shit just happened, yeah, I, I would not be okay. Yeah. So, and some people are going to be like, wow, she's psychotic and like needs a padded room. Give me my Kindle. I'll be good. Don't worry. Right. That sounds but, like the dream though. <laughs> yeah, right? But like at the same time, no like- bothers you. <laughs> Can my padded room be like beach themed though? Oh, like, with I pretty colors. That. I don't know if you can be that picky. 
now you're just raining on my parade again. But oh, let mean, me not bring any negativity in. I'm so sorry. <laughs> you do. I, I don't want, like, I would, honestly, I would come off as crazy. And people even nowadays, like, they're like, oh, like, you really like to read. That's what makes me happy. Yeah. And if that got taken away, like, shit. That would honestly be really sad. Yeah. How the like hell would I get through like, a day of work? Right. Like, it's already our, our estate. Oh, my gosh. You know? Yeah. Like, we're just, some, some... I really feel like I wouldn't be able to get any work done because I listen to audiobooks. Yes. I'm like, I'm so sorry I couldn't, I couldn't finish your support because I, I have nothing to do. But also, honestly, <laughs> it's not even just the books necessarily. I love yeah. seeing them. Like, I love seeing their life updates, whether mm-hmm. it's personal or not, if they feel comfortable sharing that. I love seeing that they're working on something. I feel like I'm their best friend, but they might not know me, you know? like yeah. <laughs> I like being able to talk about the books. Yeah. It's like, even just the three of us, we talk about life shit. We talk about, you know, what's going on at work or like at home or whatever. But when we get on a roll about a book, yeah. good, bad, tragic, ranting, like, right. holy I fuck. love that. I like, love sending that. reactions. Mm-hmm. Like my yes. Yeah, inserting gifts. <laughs> right. Well, that's because you don't have no memory. Your phone <laughs> says no. So. I think if all of that got taken away because it's a trickle effect, it, you know, yeah. the big, the small things turn into big things. Exactly. They do. And when they're un, unwatched and, you know, yeah. left, to, left, left to their own demise, I guess. And I don't yeah. ever want that to happen. So yeah. positive all the way around. Yeah. So I guess that's it for this week, ladies. It was heavy, but really good. It was. Yeah. I'm kind of okay with it. <laughs> And I yeah. can't wait for you guys to finish what you're reading and listening to because one, I love the vault. It's a quick one, but it's good. And the words. Yeah. So <laughs> we will be talking about those too. Yeah. Yeah. Alrighty. Love you guys. Bye, Bye guys. guys.